Hello, I am Ariel Munafo. And I am Moshe Ferber. And this is the Silver Lining Podcast. The podcast about security engineering. Hello everyone, another episode of Silver Lining Podcast, as with me as always, Moshe, how are you Moshe? Very good, good to see you Ariel, great to be here. And with us also Shachar, how are you Shachar? Hi guys, nice to be here. Okay. So Shachar Geiger Maor, CISO for Compete, second time that you're here, right? Am I correct? No, <laughs> maybe <laughs> on another forum or another media. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Probably. So first time that you are here, sorry for the confusion. And uh, the reason you're here because you uh, basically you, uh, you uh, build an article about how CISOs should choose to work with startups as an alternative to the large and mature companies in order to achieve their business goals. And I found this very intriguing. So I was uh, hoping for an, uh, uh, the opportunity to talk to you about it. And here we are. But before that, introduce yourself a little bit and introduce Compete. Okay, so I'm Shachar, I work at Compete as a, a, the main CISO, first CISO actually. Uh, it's a young uh, startup in the HR tech uh, industry. They have, uh, uh, we have uh, a great platform for uh, benchmarking of HR uh, uh, data like uh, compensation, benefits, options and more. And during this time of uh, turndown and uh, shaky market, it's very, very important to use this type of tools. It's a uh, Um, a promin- prominent tool for uh, HR uh, executives and not only uh, it's a decision making decision making uh, tool that can help uh, uh, many organizations to adapt to the ever-changing uh, climate and uh, properly compensate their uh, staff mm-hmm. okay and tell us a little bit about yourself and your background okay so uh, uh, bef- prior to compete I uh, was the first CISO uh, at Fiverr Um, before that uh, outbrain and uh, other uh, companies mostly in the tech uh, industry um, and this is it like it uh, part of the CSA of course uh, the Israeli cha- chapter and also uh, recently I joined uh, as a founding member um, to the main uh, venture capital it's a capital uh, a venture capital of CISOs um, of uh, tech companies and uh, we invest uh, in early startup uh, early stage uh, startups. Okay, perfect. And it's also time for me to uh, remind everybody that Shachar is a great competitor to the community. I worked with him on documents such as cloud security for startups and uh, securing API for third parties. All of those are CSA research that we produced in the Israeli chapter. So uh, thank you for your contribution to the community on this. Sure, I really like it. And I think it's uh, pr- part, of our, uh, part of our job to share from our experience with the community. Right. Excellent. So let's dive in. Um, you uh, stated an article saying that CISO can use startups, security, uh, cyber startups uh, for achieving their business goals. I mean, and it's a big contradiction to what we used to think that working with a startup is a problematic thing. And we prefer working with the large stable companies that we can predict. Tell us a little, tell us about it. Why do you think working with a startup, it's, it's a good thing? Okay, so First of all, uh, it started uh, after uh, running a lot of design partnerships with startups and um, uh, along with uh, some of my peers from Fiverr and from previous organization and also at Compete. And after speaking with a lot of my uh, counterparts in other organizations, um, we, we, we thought that uh, strategically 
we need or we need to encourage other CISOs to work with startups. And um, um, every tech company is very innovative. You have a lot of technologies that you need to catch up with. And working with big brands is not always the best approach um, uh, to deal with the ever-evolving uh, technology. So we thought that uh, trying to work with startups is going to have a, a better effect in order to accomplish our own goals as CISOs, mm-hmm. uh, to better assess and manage our risks. And it sounds a bit tricky and I think uh, worth explaining. So um, so the, the, the purpose of this document or this paper is to elaborate more about what are the benefits of working with startups and what uh, and just to uh, outline some of the of the things that you, we, we, we think that everybody needs to take into consideration when working with startups as uh, design partnerships. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be happy to elaborate if you want me. And, yes, uh, please. Go, go ahead. <laughs> okay. It's my, my stage, now I can say whatever, whatever I want. Yeah, yeah. All right. But you are recorded. Don't uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything is recorded. All right, so um, uh, let's start. Uh, I, I think that um, um, there's no such thing as uh, a vendor that does it all right even if it's a big brand and mostly a one-stop shop as the, as, the, as some call it um, most of them will not be able to provide you uh, an end-to-end solution so the best con- the, the the basic concept is to move from uh, uh, to, to believe that a best of breed uh, approach will be more suitable for uh, techie companies and and to chase after innovation in your own company. That's the first assumption that you need to come up with this uh, mm-hmm. paper. Um, another very important thing is, um, is, is for every CISO to find the right solution that will fit to their specific needs. And working with a big brand will not always be good enough. I mean, changing the product of a big brand is something uh, very, almost impossible. You can't influence their uh, world roadmap and um, I think that uh, young startups are more easy to, uh, to work with in that uh, sense. So uh, I'll just uh, outline some of the things that uh, um, were outlined uh, during the paper, mm-hmm. and we can go one by one and understand what are the real benefits of working with startups as a strategic uh, um, uh, concept. So the first is innovation. Uh, there's a saying um, uh, that the older you get, the smarter you become. It's not always the case in cybersecurity. W- you are familiar with the youngers that are coming out from the army or from uh, um, other startups. They come with ingenious uh, uh, concepts and, and, and very ingenious uh, uh, solutions. And sometimes the older you become, the more fixated that you become. And I think that in that sense, this is something that worth mentioning. So early startups will be able to provide you a new angle of uh, a, a problem that you may have seen in the past without a solution. So they can come up with a new solution and it's not something that you should expect from big brands, unfortunately. And this is something that uh, uh, need to take into consideration. Also, maybe, Moshe, about the since cloud, uh, you know, that uh, maybe before uh, everything was expected and now uh, and, and the, all the companies could give a, a, real, uh, a real solution to all your problems. But now with all the changing and all the, the things coming new, you need 
new thoughts, new, new ideas. Yeah, you need to be very focused because the technology is that complex. Mm-hmm. You can't afford um, uh, spreading your portfolio all over the place. Even if you're a checkpoint or Palo Alto, they need to focus on a specific portfolio. And it leaves a lot of the b- ground to others to come in and s- uh, suggest new solutions. Solu- sorry, my Israeli is speaking. <laughs> solutions, uh, new yeah. solutions and new approaches to unknown issues. So uh, I think uh, it's very good ground for innovation. And this is exactly where new startups can uh, uh, provide uh, great uh, benefits. Mm-hmm. The second angle is agility. Again, big brands move slow. Young uh, startups, they're very hungry, they're eager to help, they, they move very fast. I'm talking about releases of weeks of, of new products. And you sit with them, design a new product, or think with them about the uh, a, a, a problem that you may have, and they come up with a, with a solution within weeks sometimes. And, um, and for us, again, to catch up with innovation and catch up with technology, Maybe in some cases we don't have another choice and we need to take this approach in order to to keep a, a pace with the with development and devops and other uh, stakeholders in the organization another uh, um, another um, uh, angle is custom uh, custom made products and I think that um, uh, the main difference between a big brand and a startup is that a big brand knows what you need or they think you, they know what you need so they just produce a, a product that sometimes are not relevant uh, to, uh, for the market uh, startups listen to you they sit with you validate their uh, uh, their ideas they verify the the solutions with you and you have a chance to sit with them and and again uh, do pivots and and help them adjust their products and solutions so they will better fit your needs mm-hmm. and I think this is amazing because it allows you to influence real products and and get get great ven- benefits um, another very important angle is support um, you can't expect Gilshuway to answer the phone <laughs> on Friday night to uh, hear your uh, uh, crying uh, wiping uh, whining about uh, your uh, uh, issues with the, with the product right and and that they are very busy They have huge operations to run and manage, and I can't blame, blame them for that. But startups sometimes work with you as their single uh, uh, customers. They may have others as well, but they have great capacity to support you. And again, they're hungry. They want to help. They're, they're building the product, and they gr- get, uh, get great benefits from you if they hear your feedback. Every feedback counts. especially from uh, security professionals that understand they have boots on the ground they fight uh, uh, they, they do they do the real uh, real work um, uh, and they can provide great feedbacks and I think this is another very important aspect because they will be there for you if you want you can just pick up the phone and call one of the founders and they will find a solution and um, you You are talking by the way Shahar, about the startups that are on the find try to find the the right this design partners or this is uh, for startup that already have their uh, products on uh, let's say live 
It really depends. Uh, I, w- I was approached by uh, very um, enthusiastic uh, uh, entrepreneurs who had just an, a basic idea about something they want to do. And they sat with me and, and we've decided to start with a, like an outsource development uh, to support some of our internal operations. And then they started to pick up with more ideas and then they uh, created a concept and we sat together and uh, thought about the basic concept of, uh, of uh, the startup day after, uh, after which uh, started to develop. Uh, so that was a very, very early stage, mm-hmm. uh, just after I- ideation. Others already have clients. They may have some uh, pipeline and they do some uh, sales and they have uh, basic operations. And this is great. The, the, the more they get, uh, they grow, uh, I, uh, the more they are more um, uh, less likely to be uh, um, an easy fit for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you need to play with it and you need to, to understand what is the balance between what you want to achieve um, how you want to operate and versus a mature product because in the end it takes time to develop products good yeah. products it takes time to develop a, a peripheral a, a add-ons like integrations and workflows and support more industries and verticals so the sooner or as early as we start will require more attention from you and this is something again I will speak about it later okay yeah, so basically you're saying we cannot have design every not everybody could be a design partners you need to focus on one or two because you don't have the time to be design partner but for other cases you can take more mature startups that already have a product and you don't need to walk hand in hand with them definitely it needs mm. to serve a purpose it needs to solve an issue a pain that you had uh, otherwise you Uh, we're not playing it's not our time it's not uh, we're, we are working in a someone else's business yeah. and we need to support the business and I think the the first line that I've uh, I'm writing in the article in the paper is it says or the first uh, clause talks about the fact that we need to serve and achieve our business goals as CISOs it's not like we're bringing new startups playing with them we build our own lab but nothing happens and we we do not promote security in the end we We have a purpose to serve yeah. to fulfill sorry yeah. all right so the next uh, topic is is a win-win situation in the end it's not symmetric um, uh, the, the relations between a CISO and a startup is not always symmetric um, in many cases we're talking about e- CISOs of uh, uh, big corporates and uh, known uh, uh, organizations and versus a young uh, startup who just started uh, their uh, steps as a, as a security startup and you should not abuse that you have a lot of power over the startup you can influence the roadmap very easily don't take advantage make sure that it's a win-win situation be transparent with them uh, talk with them about what you want to achieve from this partnership what they can gain from this partnership and make sure that they first understand it uh, and and you guys speak in the same language otherwise it's starting to be very very uh, uh, very very uh, problematic and it's not fair mm-hmm. 
Let me ask you about the risk. Okay, so I understand the advantages. Uh, I understand the fact that you can uh, direct them in your own way, be part of the roadmap, get better supports, call them in the night and stuff like that. What happens if the uh, startup is uh, get acquired and they suddenly, I don't know, change their support level or uh, God forbid the startup is getting bankrupt and is closing its business and now we're left without a product. So I've seen both scenarios and sometimes the startup simply does a pivot on its own because the business case doesn't really work for them. What do you do then? Uh, it's a great question, Moshe. Um, and I think that um, it's really use case dependent. Um, in terms of pivoting or acquiring a startup, put everything on paper uh, to uh, ensure support at least uh, um, um, some time after the, the startup was acquired. And we've seen a lot of this uh, happened in the wild. Um, startups get ac- acquired that yeah. this is how it goes uh, so you need to have a plan b you need to think about alternatives when you do the integration make sure that you have a plan b for the integration um, if you make it uh, more let's call it intrusive like uh, bring a new startup that will interact with all your internal systems maybe it's not that wise so mm-hmm. we need to think and make sure that you have proper trust with the With the other party before you do that so the lighter it gets the uh, as lightweight as it can get it will going to be easier to get and al- to find an alternative at a very low cost and I think a very important uh, topic is to get um, approval from management and to be transparent internally so others will understand this type of engagement because it has its own risks obviously and Uh, but it has a lot of benefits so you need to um, uh, represent it properly both sides and then take a, a, um, a very knowledgeable uh, uh, decision in the end okay I will add one thing one more thing about it uh, as a perspective large companies are also sometimes pivoting or closing up the entire line of business or finishing products or stop supporting them end of yeah. support end of life yeah they don't ask you about that just <laughs> yeah. the startup knows <laughs> And notify you before they get acquired in in some of the at least some cases not okay uh, in all cases another question about the rig some uh, most of the new startups I don't know if most but there's a big very uh, bunch of startups that today are SaaS software service it means that they're collecting your data so now you need uh, both also to trust them for developing a software we also need to uh, trust them in guarding your own data when they're doing it in their own systems mm-hmm. how do you handle this risk yeah so uh, um, they need to be aware and you need to mentor them in many in many cases uh, because they don't always that aware about the impact and how they operate and how it infa- impact on the on the customer I have two very good examples um, just recently we've discovered we started a POC with a young uh, startup and apparently they as part of the integration they created a, an admin IM role for Uh, on AWS and they forgot to clean it afterwards and we found it with another startup uh, that was scanning the environment so um, uh, we had a talk with them and we spoke uh, and we explained them what what are the implications of doing that because it didn't put our, our environment at risk but it was flagged uh, as a risk by another uh, security vendor And it reduces trust and it causes a lot of issues afterwards and I can't trust them uh, uh, with other operations on my uh, on my environment if they they're not uh, uh, that tidy 
when they're building up and setting up their own environment. And something, this is something that needs to take into consideration. Another example is, is uh, from a, a, a unicorn now, but it started as a very young startup. And um, they, um, they were required to scan our S3 environment. So they did a list on all three uh, uh, S3 bucket uh, and the, uh, the entire environment, and they weren't aware of the implications of billing for scanning S3 buckets on a large environment. So we got a huge spike in our billing uh, account. Uh, so we came to them and asked them to, to adjust their tools, and only then they, they understood the implications of running such a scan. It, it looked so simple, and they ran a great test on their lab, but their lab is not as big as uh, our own operation. So obviously there was a very uh, uh, uncomfortable situation, but this is exactly where we need to step in and help them and mentor them and, and make them better. This is part of the partnership. This is part of forgiving and let them know how to do it properly. And it's true for privacy. And many of the many of the startups now it's less uh, common, but I remember cases where a startup showed me a demo on another client's environment, real environment, um, and populating uh, sensitive data without masking it. Stuff that you, I, I mean, that uh, gives you, uh, <laughs> yeah, shivers, yeah, exactly. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, uh, you need to talk with them about it. Uh, but in the end, you make an impact. You help uh, a real life vendor, a new newborn vendor, create a new product. And I think this is great. I mean, we are coming to work, and we keep wa uh, wanting to to get better and and and. Uh, occupy ourselves with interesting stuff at work. It's not only going to work and back home, right? And uh, creating or helping others create a new product, that's amazing. I think it's a great uh, value, uh, uh, value uh, added to the work. And definitely it's very uh, beneficial for you and for your uh, partners for that. Mm -hmm. can, you, can we wrap it up in uh, giving us a couple of tips on how you should uh, nurture this uh, relationship with the startups? Yeah, definitely. So I'll start with budget management. And I think that's not that obvious, but uh, um, working with startups actually saves you a lot of money. So if you plan to uh, install uh, an EDR, for example, but you had a lucky I enough uh, uh, luck to find a startup that does it and provide a better solution, it will probably be uh, very lucrative and you will probably save a lot of money. So budget-wise, most definitely worth working with startups. On the other end, you need to make sure that uh, it, it won't come after you in the following year when the executive management will cut your budgets and say, you didn't use half of it, right? <laughs> you need to explain. So plan for big brands and use startups. <laughs> um, the next step is talking about risks. Uh, we spoke about it earlier, but um, startups are risky, are shaky, and you need to take into, into consideration, of course. So I'm not going to speak about it uh, and elaborate more. I think we spoke about it already. Mm -hmm. Set goals and expectations. That's extremely important. I think this is number one priority for you when you work with startups. Uh, make sure that you put everything on paper, even if it's your friends. And a lot of us are working with friends and 
some of our uh, counterpart CISOs became in, uh, entrepreneurs and approached us to start a, a new design partnership. Let's put everything on paper. Uh, it's not your business. It's not your data. You're working with someone else. So make sure that you uh, work properly. And uh, um, that's another thing, uh, timelines. Um, make sure that they keep their focus. Young startups tend to spread around with a lot of ideas and they like to hear your feedback. And if you say something and you are very powerful CISO, they may pivot their product as a result. And you have a lot of responsibility to keep them focused. Mm -hmm. It's not always going to serve you in the best way, but it's going to serve them in the best way and their best interest. And I think you need to be very responsible about that. Um, another thing is uh, make sure that you keep, uh, you are uh, conscious to your uh, capacity and bandwidth. We can't engage with too many startups, right? We need to make sure that we keep working and keep progressing. And so make sure that you are aware of the capacity you have and your team. In many cases, you sit in a different angle from your teams. And uh, I know that as a CISO, I really like to innovate and play and engage with new startups. But I got an interesting comment from one of my employees saying that I, I don't like to play with them. I want to work. So mm -hmm. you, if you want to uh, do these uh, partnerships, you can do that. I want to gain progress. I want to make sure that uh, uh, we, we're, we're running and uh, pushing forward. So make sure that uh, you keep uh, bandwidth uh, close to you and make sure that you are aligned with your team. Um, pay attention to security and privacy. We, we've uh, said it earlier. And um, I think this is it. Mm -hmm. Final note, from my perspective, working with startups is amazing. It's fun, innovative, uh, gives you a whole new perspective of your work as a CISO and still allows you to accomplish your business goals and manage your risks properly. Perfect. This yeah. was very interesting. Where can we find this uh, article that you wrote? On your nearest LinkedIn. <laughs> okay. So we post a link to that on the episode website. So, so be sure to uh, check it out and see in more details what Shahar is talking about. Uh, so this was very interesting. Let me summarize this really quickly. So uh, uh, CISO has a lot of responsibilities, a lot of uh, f challenges that he needs to cope with. And working with startups can sometimes give him the uh, the advantages. They working they provide they can provide better agility b build their services according to their the specific requirements C they can be more attentive and provide better supports and work with you more closely on your challenges so it is a good way to uh, to uh, do small budgets uh, to to get basically gain your uh, gain your goals with uh, small budgets and uh, and uh, tailor-made solutions. With the, with respect to that, you need to pay attention to the uh, to the different challenges. They are young startups; they're not always focused. You need to make sure that they are following the right path. You need to mentor them. You need to make sure that they are guarding your data and your configuration and all, all your assets correctly. And uh, there's always the risk of them being pivoting or being acquired or uh, going uh, out of business. So you need to prepare for that day make sure that you have everything in contract and make sure that you are choosing your partners according to their intrusive level intrusive level or according to every other aspect that uh, reflects in the risk that they're closing their business anything you want to add on top of this no great uh, summary thank you very much for having me it was great and uh, 
see you next time so, thank, thank you, you very Shahar, much and uh, it was a great idea and also to post it you know uh, if you speak uh, people here thank you very much thank you thank you